0: Welcome back. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. Colleen just had a stroke. On MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey. The question is, what is the important thing that you can never seem to remember? 651-641-1071. What important thing in your life do you have the most difficult time remembering? Is it your age? Is it the day you were married? Is it how long you've been married? Um, the reason I'm asking is because Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard forgot their wedding anniversary.
1: Oh, But awkward. they both
0: did. And they did like a cute kind of post about it. Um on Monday they celebrated their wedding anniversary, but they totally forgot about it. Uh, and Kristen bell captioned a shot of the couple on Instagram. We were reminded by family and friends that at some point last week, it was our five year wedding anniversary. Um, She said, I think it was six anyway, but she, but she went on to say, that's because we've been living the celebration of our commitment every moment since I find when you are living with gratitude, each moment, the dates become irrelevant to get to wake up next to someone who has put hard work, respectful fights, patience, understanding and gratitude in your relationship is the definition of love. That's
1: like saying, I basically forgot because my relationship is so amazing. (laughs) But
0: apparently he forgot too. She said, I will never remember the date of our anniversary Dax. And I know you won't either. And that's just one more thing I love love about us but I think that there was something kind of relatable in there and that is I do this all mm-hmm. the, not mm, not not on my wedding anniversary necessarily but there are like important things that I like should m- keep track of that sure, I forget about for sure 651-641-1071 what are those things for you Bradley
1: um I have a hard time <laughs> No, I was gonna make some assy comment I will <laughs> answer your question uh you actually mentioned this previously. Uh huh. There was one that I remembered right away and I've since forgotten it, so I don't know what that was, <laughs> but it'll come to me during this segment. Uh-huh. But the other one I thought of was one that you uh pointed out, which is our uh anniversary for our show.
0: People ask us all the time, how I long have you two been, been working year? together?
1: And we're like I think we finally figured it out. Yeah, but then I year, forgot. Was, Do you remember? Yeah, it it was in You August, don't remember. and it was eight years, right? I don't think it was. Yeah, no, I think it was. It was seven, maybe. No, it's eight years for sure. Because, oh no, you're right. It is eight yeah, years. It's eight okay. years for sure. See? I know that. And our, but the problem is, we had two. Nobody cares. No, but, but we've had two anniversaries because one was when we first started working on the radio together, and the other is when we signed the covenant with Satan.
0: Which is our weekday show. <laughs> yeah, and are you all glad? B Arthur. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it is actually. I mean, it's kind of. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like we should just have it burned in our memory, right? Like, it was 2011. We should be able to remember that and then do math from there. But we never can remember. And for some reason, I have that problem in my life over and over and over again. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Is there something you should remember that you always forget? Like, I have the same thing happen when people ask me how long my husband and I have been married. Mm-hmm. We got married in 2002. It should be easy for me to just subtract 2 from the year and then come up with the answer. And yet I always pause. Well, oh, I remember, asks me. I
1: remembered what mine was that I forgot.
0: What? Oh crap. He just no, got I, again. I no, I totally okay.
1: remember. It. I'm kidding. Um that'd be kind of hilarious. Um <laughs> Daylight savings time, so central standard time versus central daylight time.
0: I forget, too. I
1: always forget which is standard and which is daylight, and I'm sure there's, like, a mnemonic device that I could employ to remember that. But But
0: you'll forget the mnemonic device if somebody gives it to you. also,
1: just the concept of daylight savings time, my brain literally freezes whenever I try to figure out, like, I know fall back (laughs) and spring ahead, right? Spring
0: forward, fall back,
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I I got those figured out, but then when I try to do the conversion of like ten o'clock today is going to be, so am I getting up earlier, uh, yeah, or am I really getting up later? Yeah, and then I try to think like, will it be darker out at this time? Like that, I cannot Ooh. remember for the life of me. Holly, no matter how many times it's explained to me or I read it, what have you, you should just give up and just go with like whatever. Most well, here's
0: the, actually the thing that's kind of nice though is that now. You don't really have to remember any of that. Yeah. Because your phone will do it for yeah, you. True. Very true. So just true. like keep living your life, man. It don't <laughs> even matter. Also, aren't we doing that soon? I think so. I think we fall back pretty soon. It's in November. Which I hate falling That's back. late this year. Fall back is the worst. It didn't it become later at a certain point. Like it used to be earlier when we were younger back before time
1: is that also when <laughs> then, like
0: i'm trying not to laugh the, at
1: you right now well, no, but it changed temperature because, changed remember when they like yeah. made below zero easier
0: uh yeah because once you get like into the below zero the celsius that? and the fahrenheit so it, used to be match that it up. was like
1: 14 below yeah and now it's really 10 below
0: yeah because oh, i again some of those things i just decided i don't need to know so, somebody just tell me, and I'll go with it.
1: So, 10 below <laughs> used to be, like, worse. But they were like, yeah, that's measuring the air, like, 30 feet up versus, like, 10 feet up. I don't know. Anyway, it's Sunday. I was not paying attention, November thank November
0: 3rd God. is Daylight Savings Time ending. And we fall back, which means we lose an hour, Bradley. Mm-hmm. And we that's really the gain one that we a, hate. No, we gain an hour. No, honey. We lose an hour. When you fall back, you lose an hour. No, you gain an hour. Yeah. No, actually, I lied. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just proved your point. Didn't yeah, you watch that? Because and, I always no, look right. forward in yes. the
1: fall because you get that extra and hour. Of rather
0: sleep. Yeah. fall back. And it's very luxurious. Oh, and there's that lucrative. whole. I just love
1: the like <laughs> conviction you had, and I'm like, no. You. <laughs> i was gonna call you a word.
0: <laughs> It's like that episode of The Adventures of Pete and Pete where they fall back, and then it becomes, "What do you do with that extra hour that you have gained? This mystery hour." Um, let's talk about that briefly. There's only one right answer: sleep. Yes. What What else do you do? No. Yes, you sleep with one extra hour. When you
1: were in your twenties, it was stay out at the club, right? Because you got one extra hour. And back in that that day, do you remember this? I don't know. The clubs used to close at one. Oh yes,
0: Oof. which is why you'd stay out because yeah. you had such precious little time. Oh. The real best thing in the world was if you turned twenty one on the day that you were supposed to fall back. But also, my other yeah, that only I'm,
1: works for I'm, like fall people. I can't yeah. talk
0: about that anymore. It's making my brain bend. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, this thanks everybody fine. for Did participating we even do in that in this conversation. Segment? <laughs> Don't know. Nope. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Red Delicious apples are trash.
1: Yes. Agreed.
0: That's a fact. But the good news is other people are starting to realize it. We've got big news about app- apples <laughs> after this on My Talk 107. One. Uh, let's all face it. The Red Delicious apple is trash. And Agreed. finally, the world is figuring that out. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything why entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Why are
1: we talking about Red Delicious well, Apples 1989? Well,
0: there's a couple reasons why. Okay. So, first of all, because the actual headline is that according to a report from the U.S. Apple Association, for once in our lives, another apple is set to surpass. The Red Delicious Apple. Which one? As most popular apple. It's the Gala Apple. Oh. But the reason why that's a big deal is because, as you recall, Bradley, um, I don't know about you, but I was traumatized by the Red Delicious Apple as a child. Oh, of course. That is the worst apple in the entire world. Soft. And just, like, trash. Waxy. nasty. It's nasty. nasty. And that was all we had in the 80s and 90s, right? We had Red Delicious or what was Golden, Golden Delicious? Delicious. And that was it, pretty much.
1: And then uh, somewhere in the 80s, we started getting Granny Smith. Yes. And, and that, that was, was an like a big deal. Time. Everybody was like, it's
0: so sour. It's so tart. But now we have a whole spectrum of apples that we can enjoy. Yeah. Um Now, you thought that we were just going to chat about, like have Apple chat right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. and We kind of are, but I have another victory in all of this. What's that? The story about the Red Delicious apple being trash and uh, the fact that other apples are taking over for the Red Delicious apple was printed in the New York Times. In the New York Times, they noted that Minnesota's very own Honeycrisp apple has soared in popularity because of its strength of crispiness and sweetness. This, of course, was developed by the University of Minnesota and released in the year 1991. Bradley Trainer, why are we so excited that the New York Times has acknowledged?
1: Because the, the New York Times apple? occasionally has gotten Minnesota wrong, and that's an understatement. Exhibit A, grape salad. Correct. And when all the falderall around, well, actually, it was first grape salad that really rubbed us the wrong way. And uh, after that, they did this uh, post. What was the post okay, about that? I'm here for you. The Honeycrisp Apples, I In forget.
0: 2015. An article was written in the New York Times, which uh, took to task the Honeycrisp apple, uh, even though the Honeycrisp was one of the top sellers in the country and was developed, of course, locally at the University of Minnesota. An article in the New York Times said it, quote, had an inconsistent flavor and is maddeningly difficult to grow. But then the author of that very same article in the New York Times went on to push another apple called the Cosmic Crisp that had a special flavor that was a game changer. And we were mad because we had just been burned by a grape salad uh, by the New York Times, yep. right? So do you remember how you and I responded?
1: Yeah, we sent them a dozen Honeycrisp apples, I believe. Yeah,
0: we sent... An apple basket of Honeycrisp apples to the office at the New York Times and said, basically, this is nonsense. Try these. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. Never heard back. Not even a thank you note. Nothing at all. Rude. It was super rude. But again, we'd already been burned by the grape salad and we weren't going to take it anymore. And uh, so here's what I think is happening. Okay. It's taken a while, but I think they ate those apples.
1: They finally are. On They're coming to around. The joy of the Honey crips. Yes,
0: yes, the Honey Crisp apple. Honey Crisps. Yeah, the Honey Crisp. Yes, yeah, a- the apple. Yeah, the Honey Crisp. Honey crips. Apple. Okay, yeah. but. It. In any case, so I think that we have everything to do with the fact that they're finally highlighting our apple. I just
1: can't believe that in America, of all places, we have lived under the scourge of the Red Delicious. And I would love for somebody, and no doubt there's a book, there's a podcast, and a Netflix special that I'm, you know, I just haven't happened upon yet that explains the history of the Red Delicious, Golden Delicious apple tragedy that is, um, you know, our childhood. Yeah. Um, but you know, funny story. This just reminded me that in 1995, do you know where I was?
0: Um, hold on a second. Let me check my records. (laughs) Japan.
1: Yes. Ding, ding, ding. How did you know? just guessed. So in 1995, (laughs) Uh guess what happened in Japan? Okay. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) I don't know. You tell me. They, uh received for the very first time the red delicious golden delicious apple
0: oish <laughs>
1: oish kunai yeah um so i i was there and it was big news and i'm not kidding you people were rushing in fact i'm looking at a um new york times article right now and you can see this like mass of people like like basically crawling all over each other to get these nasty Apples I mean were
0: you standing by laughing? Yeah, like literally I remember maniacally? because
1: I don't know because this sounds gonna this is gonna sound real douchey. I am um, here to tell you that <laughs> Japanese apples are really good. You know this because you've now had them. They're called Fuji apples, yeah, right? Yeah. So Japanese had all these amazing apples.
0: And you were like in the land of happy apples. Yeah, happy because apples. you were like, There's no nasty trash and then red all delicious.
1: Like my, my host mother uh at that point was like we are so excited they have this new apple from America, the red delicious apple and I was like, it is not appropriately named. I just want you to know right now, don't get your hopes up. And uh but that was like I remember it being like headline news when people were like look at all these amazing apples and I'm here to tell you those are crapples.
0: they those are crapples. <laughs> so here's the thing that should really also make you sad. So like I gave you the headline like other another apple is rising to fame. In the sense that the red delicious apple is being toppled as the most popular apple but that one another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Apple, the gala Apple, even though it's going to surpass the Red Delicious Apple, what's going to happen to the Red Delicious Apple? It's just number two, which, I mean, (laughs) I agree, it is
1: number two. But you know what's really crapple about the Red Delicious? What? Um... You can't do anything with it. Like, it's not like an apple that you can make pie or jam or applesauce out of. No, you can barely eat it. I don't understand. There's like five minutes where it's actually worth eating. And then after that, it's disgusting. And the, the skin is really skinny.
0: It's so thick and waxy. It's yeah. very aggressive. I don't like. I'm not down with it. Listen, I'm sorry to have such a negative attitude about apples. Apple too. But um, I've got. I mean, I will say there are other apples that shine far brighter than the red delicious. Well, and we
1: have so many local apples. Like mm-hmm. when it's apple season, you can just go to town. Would the you Zest like to are. give? Would you
0: like to give your PSA about
1: apples? What's my apple? Oh yes, don't buy apples out of season. Why, Bradley? Because it it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I was sounding douchey a minute ago? Yeah. I'm going to do that again. Mm-hmm, double down. Just cuz it takes a lot of um fossil fuels to bring all those apples from like New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need substandard apples that bad. Yeah. You could just like enjoy apple season. Yeah. And just make some apple sauce. Eat your apples then. Save it for later in the season. Thank you, Bradley. Apple pies, apple jams, mm. apple snacks.
0: When we come back, thank you. Thank you, Forrest Gump. Uh, when we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D bags, and we're going to tell you about them after this on The Colleen and Bradley Show, right here on My Talk 1071. Some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. What's that name, Bradley?
1: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Uh, hold on to your panties, ladies, because oh. this one's going to be a real. Okay. A real. Doozy. A
0: real brief one? <laughs> Hey-oh!
1: <laughs> no, I was going to say a real streak of no. genius.
0: No.
1: Okay. Jenna Dewan oh. is my D-bag today. Ooh. So you know that Jenna Dewan split from Channing Tatum, right? Yes. Well, she's opening up. She
0: dropped that Tatum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a hot Tatum.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, back to the actual story. I want to tell you about Jenna Dewan. And, you know, she's been opening up about her split from Channing Tatum in her new book, Gracefully You.
0: Okay. Did also you- sounds like a like a multi-level marketing scheme. Well, okay. Wait for it. Oh. So
1: she just Was I onto something? Well, I mean, you might be. It's called Gracefully You, Finding Beauty and Balance in the Every Day. And it's her on the cover of some, like, sitting on top of some rocks in a big foofy dress. Okay. Anyway, here's, here's a little excerpt. Okay. Can I read this to Yeah, you? please do. Okay. Do you have any floofy music back there? No? Okay. One of the many ways I holistically coped with my heartbreak and stress was holy basil. Many people take a holy basil supplement, while others drink it as a tea. For me, holy basil was wonderful. One thing I wasn't about to do during my breakup was abandon the things that make me feel good, which includes maintaining a clean, delicious diet. Okay. Where do you want to begin?
0: I don't... First of all, I need to understand more about the basil. Basil? Um, is it, when she says holy basil, is it just like basil that the worms have gotten into? I mean...
1: <laughs> no, I think it's just a, a, a type of basil. It's has a it variety. been blessed
0: by somebody? No, I think that's just the name. Okay.
1: Um, All right, so we we'll there. But there's a tea. So she dealt with her breakup from Channing Tatum mm-hmm. by drinking
0: ba- holy magical basil tea. tea. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And um, that's awesome. Then she goes on to say, the scent of basil is uplifting and relaxing, and it makes me feel good. Whenever I'm cooking with it, I'll rub the leaves between my hands and take in deep inhales of the lovely scent.
0: Okay, can I, I have to ask a question. Um, I Do you feel different when you eat different types of herbs? And I don't mean the wacky kind, because I know the answer to that. But like in general, I'm like you hear things about how certain herbs or spices,
1: claw, yeah, berries, like it
0: brings stuff, it'll make you sleepier. Like I, I mean, I think it's such a subtle thing.
1: Okay, here's the truth:
0: that I don't know that like huffing holy basil is. Why you say basil? I don't know because there's an S in it. Um, I don't know that uh, huffing the ho- holy basil. <laughs> Careful. Basil is like the thing that is what okay. got you through your breakup. I let guess. Let me go is what I'm on before
1: say. I address that directly. I need to let you know that okay. Jenna Dewan wants to explain to you why she was drinking the holy basil.
0: Uh-huh.
1: She explained the basil. Mm-hmm. that the special leaf can reduce the amount of cortisol the body releases during moments of depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Okay. So essentially, what she's saying is that she drank tea. To get rid of her anxiety, so okay. it's like an anxiety. Uh
0: huh. And should some, market that. Yeah, exactly. Have Kylie Jenner to your answer. Instagram posts about it.
1: There may very well be medicinal properties to holy basil. Yeah. Here, now, you got me saying the dumb thing. Basil. Basil.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Basil, as basil, as Julia Child would say. Mm-hmm. The problem is. A tea that you buy on Amazon.com ain't giving you no medicinal properties because you don't know where that holy basil came from. You don't know how much holy basil you need to take. You should speak to a medical practitioner before you take herbal supplements. And the kind of loose manner in which she's talking about this stuff Mm. is dangerous because people read this nonsense and they think, oh, I have anxiety. I'll just take tea. And if I take a medication or a prescription drug, um, then I'm doing it wrong. But I could be like Jenna Dewan Tatum in her beautiful Flumphy dress sitting on a bunch of rocks of being all Basil. fabulous just because like, I drank that tea and it gave me diarrhea. What am I doing wrong with right. my life? I'm a failure. Uh, this is what I hate about yeah. stuff like this. And then, you know, to to, to make matters worse, eh. she not only drank her holy tea, but guess what else she did?
0: What? Uh, uh, Anna McClain. <laughs>
1: she carried a rose quartz in her bra. Okay. Okay.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. See. Okay. I'm not trying to say that these things don't have actual properties that are helpful. Um, I don't. I. I don't want to say that because I. I know that well, there. That's are people, exactly what I just said. Yeah. Who. Who feel like that is helpful to them. Um. However. Like prescribing. Use saying that prescriptively. Like carry a rose quartz in your bra and it'll get you through the dark times of your life. I just don't like to your point, Bradley, that's not very responsible Mm. to say like this thing helped me is one thing. I also think maybe you're not paying attention to the, um, what's the placebo effect of. And again, all
1: of those things are totally fine. And I, I, but I'm paid to have opinions. So my opinion is this book, um, is, Treading it's, water put, in a dangerous space.
0: Throw it in the same basin with your red delicious apples. It's
1: very Gwyneth Paltrow. And if you look at the book and you read some of these experts, you realize that she's doing that thing. It's that magical thinking thing of if I look a certain way and I do certain things and I ring certain bells that my life is going to be perfect. And she's she is playing into people's um uh, beliefs in that Mm -hmm. so that you buy the book you feel good about it like oh if only i drank this tea and carried rose quartz in my bra i would be better but you're not or if you do nothing will change and Mm -hmm. then you it sets up a formula for you to feel like a like a failure right um and i honestly i don't know in this book if she addresses like if she used medication that's not the only way to deal with depression and anxiety but it is generally uh one of the most like scientific based ways mm-hmm. to deal with those things that actually reports benefits medically over time again and again, yep. person to person. Yep. So I just would hate that she would not talk about the fullness of her experience and only include parts of her experience that appear to be very um, uh, purchasable well, or yeah, like. Commodified. Do you see what I'm yes, saying?
0: Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, to that end, also to not confront like actual behavior mod- modifications that may have helped her cope. Meaning it's not just putting the rose quartz in your bra and huffing the holy basil. It's also maybe um, talk
1: therapy. Yeah.
0: Or like self-care rituals like sleeping more or um Getting going for more walks yeah. or like there are so many different ways that you can manage and cope anxiety, depression, um, grief, loss, all of those things that may include medication, mm-hmm. but also probably include some other behavior modifications that will help you keep yourself calm and centered. It's not magic. It's not putting a rock in your bra and sniffing some leaves.
1: Yeah. And by the way, I love sniffing leaves. Like one of my favorite things to do is to have a cup of tea after our show. And then, you know, we have a a nice collection of smelly teas Mm that, um, we have curated over, over time here in our prep room. And, uh, To be quite honest, my mother's business is actually set. Like, I bet you anything if I called my mom and said, do you have any holy basil tea? She'd be like, no, but the best kind to get is blobbity blue. Yeah, that's what she does for a living. That is all fine and good. But my mother also advocates for taking prescription medication for anxiety and depression and not giving people the sense that if if they just perform these like, you know, kabuki moves with rose quartz and. You know, holy yeah. basil that they're somehow going to be able to get through their, you know. Moments. Diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, God, that got real serious.
0: You guys. No, oh, but my I got it. Totally. Took the rest
1: of the segment. Oh, Don't worry.
0: I'll still get oh, to mine. Uh, here's my D real quick. Like page six, because they have done an entire article on Felicity Huffman's prison jumpsuit. Oh, and the fun. fashion of it.
1: Ooh, how fashionable yes. is it? Ooh, look Ooh, at that. Look
0: at this. Felicity Huffman, she's out in the yard wearing sneakers and a prison-issued blouse <laughs> and pants with her hair bundled under a plain white baseball cap as she walks between buildings on family visiting day. Her blouse bears a white tag marked with her name and inmate number 77806-112. You guys, I want to know what's going on with Felicity Huffman. I want to hear about what she's learning as she does time for the crime that she committed. I want to know about all that. You know what I don't really care about is how she looks in her prison outfit.
1: Yeah, that's...
0: Mm. It's just sad and ridiculous.
1: She looks kind of like a...
0: Like an inmate?
1: Well, yeah, maybe an inmate, but I think she looks like maybe she's, you know, working on some plumbing or... (laughs) They she's, look like scrubs, kind of. Yeah, I guess. yeah. she's wearing
0: slacks. she's wearing prescription glasses and what maybe a like watch a nice, or monitoring bracelet on her right wrist. A stretchy and a, waistband and a careworn expression.
1: Stretchy waistband is good, right? And flowy sleeves, so you can, you know, man, because I bet that prison food ain't.
0: Okay, you're not proving my point right <laughs> now. All right.
1: I was trying to be extra shallow for you. It was cute
0: also seen huffing some holy basil weird weird um that's how she's gonna get through prison all right when we come back on the colleen and bradley show uh we have to talk about one of our other favorite publicationships what is a publicationship bradley
1: it's a relationship for publicity and what's a
0: shamila sean mendez camila cabello we're going to talk about that after this okay. on my talk one oh seven one. All you need to know is that in the break, we cooked up a pretty awesome segment, but you're not going to hear it right now on the Colleen and Bradley show. Lucky for you. MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and uh, let's talk publicationships, shall we? Okay, let's. What's a publicationship?
1: It's a relationship for publicity. And
0: which publicationship are we going to talk about, Bradley? Shamila. What's a Shamila?
1: Sean Mendez and Camila Cab. Okay, so this is going places, but let me start with the headline, which is simply this. Remember that fish kiss video?
0: It's back. Okay. Dun 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 dun. Well, this was the source of a whole lot of um uh, fan panic. Over the last few days, yes, uh, Sean Fanic. and Sean and Camila mm-hmm. uh, were trying to prove how real their relationship was by showing everybody how they make out and jokingly posting a video of them literally licking each other's faces. It was nasty, but then that That's nasty that video that little Instagram video post mysteriously disappeared.
1: Yes, and that got fans thinking, Oh my God, the relationship is over. What am I going to do? That's what a typical Shamila fan sounds like.
0: Meanwhile, we're over here like, You guys, it's not even real. That's
1: not how that works, right? And then, of course, that gave them an opportunity, Shamila that is, to say... Oh, look at these dumb people thinking we broke up. I didn't get the memo, right? Right. And that was yesterday. Yep. So they played us, and by us, I mean y'all, mm-hmm. real Not well. Not
0: us. They played you guys. You guys.
1: Not you, because you listen to our show. Mm-hmm. You're but in all the them know. other boobs, right? Mm-hmm. Because it gave them, like, let's remove a video. It'll, you know, uh, get people talking. Get people talking, and then we can come out. And squash the rumors. Well, okay, no, because the relationship has never existed, period. This is all just for publicity. So that's exactly what happened. Everybody got taken for a ride. Oh, but wait, there's more. So remember I said at the beginning mm-hmm. that that video is back.
0: Yes, what So the happened?
1: mysteriously disappearing fish lips video, wherein Shamila... Uh,
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo And P.S. The person behind all of this Is Chris Jenner L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday So the fun never ends
1: Blinded by the item Listen wherever you get podcasts And watch us on the Blinded by the item YouTube channel
0: Ugh, <laughs> Ugh. It just is How gross How dare they so It nasty. is gross Cause it's not sexy sucking face No it's just like <sniffs> Yeah Anyway That's nasty it's Thank nasty. you That
1: video is back Wait What? What? Um, apparently some fan mm-hmm. or troll, <laughs> some person mm-hmm. decided that they wanted to biatch or complain about the video mm-hmm. and like reported it on Instagram. So allegedly that's why the, it temporarily was taken down and then they have to run through all the process of like, this is not an appropriate blah blue. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Okay. So, Do you buy any of that?
1: I don't have to buy it because here's what I know: it doesn't matter. Mm. What matters is is that lies.
0: Well, I think what honestly matters is that we weren't we had like forgotten uh, to care about Shamila. In fact, actually, I I actually think it's interesting. And by the way, I think they're listening. Hi, Shamila. Hi. Well, of course, we're talking about you because here's why: we had just said not one day. Before all of this,
1: is that we haven't heard anything. From we them.
0: said we haven't heard anything from them. What maybe they're doing like the slow fade. Maybe they just are like gonna not have a big breakup announcement. They're just gonna quietly fade away. And then suddenly we're gonna go, oh, whatever happened to Shamila? And then they'd be like, well, we broke up because we don't see eye to eye on something, you know? So that's what we thought was happening. But what ended up happening is about 24 hours after we said this, they created this weird thing, and now people are talking again. Also, us.
1: did you see this Congrats. headline? Fans think, and this was from a couple hours ago, fans think Shawn Mendes and Miley Cyrus are set to collaborate on a new song, and the track might be called Play With Fire.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. You know what I think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where we need to do some digging. Mm-hmm. Are there... What is... What do they have in common? And I'm besides the population ship? and I'm not trying to be coy. I'm really I'm asking literally, like, do they have some sort of management in common? I'm asking questions we well, don't, I don't know even the know answer that they to. don't
1: need. I mean, yes, they very well may have connections. I'm sure they do because they are two people in the same industry. So, no doubt there are several connections between them. What, what, uh, that. Yes, so is the that reason, answering your question, yeah, but
0: the reason why I'm asking is because I would love to draw some um, connections connections to celebrities, specifically musician celebrities, who have publicationships and who their representation is, so that maybe you can start to see some patterns in where these suggestions come from. Dude, that's more what I'm saying. So the two of them collaborating is, you know, fine, right? They're both musicians. It's not so beyond the pale, but the two people who are in publicationships that we talk about collaborating kind of is of interest to me because somewhere along the line in there, there were representatives that were involved in that relationship to collaborate. And I wonder if they're not the same people who are suggesting these means by which to get more attention. Did you follow any of what I just yes, said? No, I did. Totally. Okay, I know exactly right.
1: what you mean. And yeah. I'm just looking up Who, and I don't think any of their managers, Camila, Miley, or Sean are the same, but maybe there's a publicity connection somewhere that we haven't figured out. Because
0: I think that that's one of the things that we ask a lot that we just don't have an answer to is how does a publication ship get birthed? Like, how does this, how does the idea in the first place come to fruition? Is there a person who is employed to like be the scout? For the best publicity. Well, I also
1: think, okay, so here's what I think is actually happening probably because I know a lot. I would not be surprised if each of them takes care of their own. Like, we're getting our name out there. We're, you know, here's the story that we're going to focus on. And this is what we want people to be reading about because we've got a single coming up in six months. So we, blah, blah, blah. That machine, I feel like, is connect, is like happening internally. Mm Then I would not be surprised if like, oh, I'm working on this. What is Sean working on, you know, in the next six months? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, maybe there's some stuff we can do. Are we going to do, should we do a single together? Mm. Well, okay, if they know they're going to do a single together, that means that their own individual publicity teams need to go to work to come up with stories for us to talk about. Again, I don't know that there's some, you know, uh, bald um, James Bond villain stroking a hairless cat
0: like, there's a division of their publicity machine that is meant to scout out the publication chips. Yeah. I see what you mean. But I did like the idea of a bald man in an office. Dr. No. Exactly. Dr. Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stroking, Lasers. Stroking a hairless cat. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, when we come back uh, in just a little bit, uh, Bradley, would you like to set up our next question for our listeners?
1: I would indeed thank you for allowing me the opportunity. Do you believe in vampires? Like do you believe in the like Bram Stoker, like um mm-hmm. what's that other lady?
0: Anne Rice. Anne Rice.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh vampires where they're like supernatural beings who like turn into bats and like suck your blood and do like, all that do kind of stuff. Do you think
0: they're for real real? Like
1: for real. No, like I'm legitimately asking.
0: Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Do you believe that there are mythical vampires in our midst? Well, not mythical. Yeah, but like not mythical. Yeah. Real vampires. Real vampires. Not people who identify as vampires. No, but like actual sucking beings. Vampires. 651-641-1071 if you believe in vampires, we want to hear from you after this on My Talk 1071.